Well, I gave you your chance to say hi. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Keith. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, doing pretty well. Pretty good. Good. How was your uh, last two weeks? Uh, my last two weeks were interesting, to, to say the least. So coming into it, my goals were to put up some landing pages for submissions and lectern, and then finish off submission handling to send emails and then start working on the UI. So it was working entirely in submissions as the thing. And then nah, like halfway through the nah, – not even halfway through, probably just a few days into our last um, – sprint i guess our last two weeks in between recording you know i was like man i really should just batch record my tutorials and release these um and give people like a binge watching option for those and so i talked to you about it and you're like dude sounds like a pretty decent idea and then i was like all right well i switched over coder journey to being a static site so i have no idea how i'm gonna do this now and uh so that was kind of my last two weeks was spent actually like I did a little bit on the submission side, but then the rest of it was kind of me trying to figure out how I was going to have a paywall on a static site for uh, courses. Like, cause this basically gives me the opportunity to move my paid for courses over to the canonical coderjourney.com instead of courses.coderjourney.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, also to create, um, I don't know what I'm going to call them yet. I'm I'm sort of going with early access tutorials, but I have no idea what I'm going to call it yet. But basically, it's tutorial series, and if you you know pay however much I decide to end up charging up front, you get access to all of them from day one, and then the content is gradually drip fed out to YouTube, um, and then the price goes down as content is lessened from what is in early access. Okay. That was a lot. Uh, it was a lot, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So you're working on submissions, your um, six-month web app challenge, correct? Yeah, which, when did I start the web app challenge? I should really go back. I know it's actually, it's not even been three months yet. So yeah, I don't it hasn't know been six months. Yeah. No, no. It's not really that big of a, well, it's not really that. that big of an app. And the problem that I'm sort of running into is that I'm not really that stoked about it. So mm. I distract myself at every corner. And the comical thing, because the other one, my other idea was I wanted to build a course platform for like hackers like me. You know, I wanted to build a tool that was cool for building courses for people who wanted a lot of customizability around it. And um, it got rid of some of the annoying things that I couldn't do with uh, the existing platforms. And that is what Lectern is. And then I go through and I do my research on how I'm going to do this one very small thing to move uh, tutorials into my website with a paywall. And I realized that I'm just building lectern already. Yeah. So, uh, why aren't you stoked about, uh, submissions currently? Because I have nothing to use it on. That's kind of the problem that I've got. I need to, I mean, maybe I would be a little bit more excited if I spent a little bit of time talking to people who I think would benefit from it more than just me. Cause like right now I really don't have anything to use for it. Don't you have, uh, wouldn't you use it on two of your, email submission like you have lectern email submission but then you also have submissions um you know your 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 uh one page hey it's coming sign up for email so so that i guess i could do that you know it's kind of funny uh i was i didn't get those done my landing pages partially because i just have nothing done on either of these projects in, in essence but um 
I was thinking about it and I'm like, dude, I should just use lead pages for these just so I don't have to spend time developing it. Just spin up a couple of lead pages. Uh, pages. Mm-hmm. Does lead pages have like a JavaScripty thing or like a form um, submission thing? Or is that something you have to do like on the back end? I'm fairly certain that they can handle the JavaScripty thing. Like it's more or less uh, there for like creating landing pages that can receive some sort of like basically to collect leads, right? So it has to be able to receive something. And I think it integrates with other things. Hmm. Like, I mean, I know I know they integrate with drip because they bought drip. Right. Right. But I use MailChimp. I'm sure they integrate with MailChimp. Okay. I see. Hmm. Interesting. So are you going to drop drop your submissions work? I'm debating on it. Yeah. Like right now, I think for the next couple of weeks, at least I am. And okay. that's because I'm fairly certain I can finish what I'm trying to build into coderjourney.com in the next two weeks because I've spent like probably four hours on it and I'm already a good chunk of the way in and yeah, making a lot of progress. Okay. So then you are working on so you came to me and said, Hey, I want to batch. Basically it was a time saving thing as well. So I want to batch a bunch of, yeah, I want to batch a bunch of, uh, uh, tutorials together and, and then eventually you could sell those as seasons. Um, and then you could also sell them as early access mm-hmm. uh, seasons. So I thought you were just going to start recording in batch and then later figure out how to sell them. Uh, mostly focus on the time saving option, but you're you're focused on both time saving and getting paid for those. Uh, yeah, in in essence, kind of as the thing. I uh, so the time saving thing is nice, right? That's a, that's a net win, um, just in general. And but the problem is, I know what's going to happen if I give myself the option to just record all of this stuff at once. Is that I'm going to inevitably forget to edit it. Or something at some like I will edit it one video at a time until I release all of it, you know, but it'll be like right when I like last minute, it'll basically be the same thing I do right now, except for I won't record it on a on the day or the day before I'm supposed to release. So I'm like, okay, I need to give myself a way to basically like instant publish these things. So like I have to publish it all kind of at one time and then I can work from there. So it just it made sense in my mind to give myself the option to let other people have access to it quicker. Um, also because i get comments that are always like they're like oh man i'm so excited for the next one i'm like well see you next week like that's a bummer Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. cool and then teachable doesn't have this option well teachable doesn't have this for so this is the thing that's weird is because i'm not building a course i'm building the same content i already build i'm just like for the sake of i need to release it on a set schedule like on a time schedule i'm going to just give people access to what has already been recorded before it's released mm-hmm. so it, this is kind of a unique situation but i could maybe use teachable for this but honestly teachable makes me so incredibly mad with the way that i have to go about doing things that i'm just like no nah, i'm not going to do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so cuz a lot of it goes into you know these basically turn into blog posts on the website Mm-hmm. And there's a very specific look and feel that I like for my blog posts. Mm-hmm. And so I I want to be able to easily make them look the way that I would want them to be made. And then kind of just like flip the switch to publish them into the static site once they're ready to go live. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. Cool. Okay. And so that led you to work on Lucturn. Yep. Um, well, sort of. This is like a prototype of Lucturn is the way I would put it. Mm-hmm. And I we've maybe talked about this before, but like I was trying to, you know, I talked to Kendra about this and Kendra really doesn't know a ton about tech. So like she just like smiles and nods and is like, I'm glad you're excited. But uh, the things that like I want Lecturn to be that are going to be kind of unique to it are so for one, a lot of people want to build courses like it's one of it's a really common way for people to try to make money on the Internet nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody has a lot of information that they can share. And so being able to put that in a course and sell that or just, you know, give it away to people, whatever, is a cool way to distribute knowledge. The problem mm-hmm. that I have with platforms like Teachable, and I think there's some others that I haven't tried, like Coach uh, and Thinkific. Those are two others that I've heard of. Oh. Uh, huh? Think Thinkific? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's out. Yeah, the, the name is pretty bad, but but those, I mean, they, you know, at the core, like all three of those things are course platforms. Um, but I'm like, man, so what makes what I want to build any different? And then I thought about it and I was like, I really don't want to build a course, you know, what's it, what, like, I don't want to build the like, oh, hey, you just drop your information in our thing and we'll give you our one cookie cutter solution to how this is going to look. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'm actually building, and this is why I call what I'm building in decoderjourney.com like a prototype, is I'm building the UI for it, but I'm not building the server. Yeah. So you want Lectern to be kind of an API based thing and then Yes. Yeah, and then just let whoever build around that. And maybe eventually yes. you can build around that with your own solution for the non techie thing people. Yeah, and that's actually yeah. where I'm at now. Is I like I'm gonna launch Lectern with one way, like one theme in essence. And it won't be really be a theme, it'll be like an application that consumes the API. Mm-hmm. Um and then I will you know, basically, I will open up the API docs for this thing so people can build their own uh, as a thing. And that that the neat thing there is that kind of opens up. That's like a an interesting way for like front end developers that kind of almost opens up a spot where like a front end developer could be like, I specialize in building course platforms for people without needing to know how to build any of the database stuff. Um, they yeah. can just go off and like build an Ember app that consumes this API because, like, you know, imagine Lectern kind of knows, like, okay, these are the best practices for, like, course-related things. Here are the common building blocks you will need for things. Um, yeah. Go from there. Yeah. Yeah, but you could also plug into things like WordPress and things, things that people already use nowadays. I think that would be interesting. I'm not yeah. sure how I would do that, though. Well, you could build, like, a WordPress plugin. That just goes and consumes the stuff and creates the page. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I I don't know. I just think that I think people might want to search for instead of having courses.mything.com, they would just use their existing site with a WordPress plugin. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. And that's that's another thing is like the, the subdomain problem. I mean, it's really maybe not a problem, but like it's really the authentication bit. It makes it a little bit weird. But the way that I'm currently building mine, my prototype of this, is it's a React app and, and sure it, connects to, it connects to Firebase. And uh, so it's basically like there's just a route that sits in my like actual um, 
server that is just uh-huh. going to redirect everything. So like if you go to like slash, I don't know what I'm going to call the route yet. So it'd be at coderjourney.com slash uh, courses, maybe who knows. Um, it will just redirect you to this, uh, this react app. And then all the like authentication and stuff will be like self-contained into that like segment of the application. And then it'll have its own like sub routing and stuff. But yeah, I was like, Oh, this actually does give me the ability to put everything on one website. That's cool. I like it. I like it. Oh, cool. Uh, that pretty much sums it up for me. I'm just going to be working on that over the next two weeks. I think I will be able to get, if I don't get it actually launched, I will be really, really, really close. And um going to be releasing one React video this week, but I have a f- the next two days off, so I'm going to try to batch record the rest of the series also. Cool. I liked your, um, I liked your tools video yeah apparently a lot of people did like i don't remember the last time i had like 250 views in the first like you know day but yeah it was kind of weird like a lot of people liked it but i didn't i was like oh this is me like no preparation i'm just gonna talk about this stuff people love their uh just talking about tools Mm -hmm. cool man you're going to try to finish the course platform right for for coder which you're calling lecturn mm-hmm and you think you can get that done in the next two weeks? Well, this is just like since I'm not building the like complicated yeah. server bits, right? Yeah. This is my my first like prototype front end for it, essentially. Yes, I think I can get that done in the next two weeks. And then I will start on the server side. And then once the server is done, I will have this front end bit and a back end bit that I can then start like promoting and trying to to get other people to start using. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so my last week uh, was interesting. The last two weeks, I didn't really do anything. The, f- the last time I recorded, I didn't really have any time to do anything the first week. My goal was on that first week was to work on callback, and that didn't happen. One was because I was trying to finish up a bunch of work for a client, and um, the the other is I was moving into a new office, so. Pretty much all my free time was taken up by those two things. Um, I did move into a new office, nice. uh, which is really nice. Uh, it's a lot bigger. It's air conditioned. Um, so cool. I can actually enjoy being there. Um, so that was nice. Are you still in downtown Toledo? I am. I am. I'm just, I'm actually right across the street from Seed. So it's what oh. makes it even more nice. I didn't know there were offices there. Uh, yeah, it's next to uh, the Dirty Bird. So there's like a big building, like where Matt Buchanan is. Anyway. Oh, okay, gotcha. I'm, I'm in the I'm in the first floor. Um, yeah. So uh, I took a whole day of trying to set up Nest cameras. That was cool. Those things, man, they work well once you get them set up. But mm-hmm. trying to update the uh, Wi-Fi on those takes uh, at least 36 tries. I found out. So the last week, I you remember I took off client work mm-hmm. for the whole week and worked on I worked on tattoo. Uh, turns out I'll have more of those weeks because my customer ran out of money. So that is a bummer. Yeah. So I have, uh, I have a few other things. Uh, I have a few other clients that I'm finishing some things up for. Um, and, uh, I have, I have some other interesting, interested parties. So, uh, not too worried about that, but that does give me more time to, to work on Tetsu. Mm-hmm. So last week I worked on, um, I wanted to get vacation time done, uh, asynchronous standups, and then I was going to maybe work on Alexa skill. I got one of those things done. <laughs> um, okay. I don't know why I do this. Like I'm so optimistic about everything I'm going to get done. 
Um, yeah, the vacation time took longer than expected. And I also added more features to it. So um, it took long, conversational UIs take much more time than anybody thinks. Just testing them, I have to consider a lot. Uh, in this instance, yeah, so I got vacation time done. In this instance, I wanted people to be able to say, hey, I'm out. Uh, I'm going to be out until Sunday. I'm out from, you know, I'm out tomorrow. I'll be gone Sunday, you know, things like that. I'm gone next week. So they can either, and the two paths with that, and I'm using API AI to accomplish this, and it's really good. You can basically start teaching it, and it knows, starts about, starts knowing about dates and date periods and durations. Um, but the tricky thing on my end was needing to know, hey, I have a date or a starting date and an ending date, or I just have a starting date or I have no dates. Like somebody might just say, hey, I'm gone. Or mm-hmm. somebody might say, hey, I'm gone starting tomorrow. Or somebody might say, hey, I'm gone tomorrow and Friday, right? So mm-hmm. in those situations you have, either no dates, a starting date, or a starting date and ending date. So the way I was building it initially, I was counting on having both a starting and an ending date, and I realized that wasn't too flexible. So then I needed to build a way to say, hey, I'm back from vacation. Ah, yeah. Because if I don't have an ending date and I just have a starting date, you know, they'll be indefinite. And then the way I was building it initially is I wouldn't count them as in the round robin format so i wouldn't even count them as being a participant Mm -hmm. but then i wanted the ability to have tattoo tell them that hey these these people are out on vacation or out of the office and uh in order to do that i needed to include them in the round robin format but then just not call on them and just tell the whole team hey they're out of out of the office gotcha little bit of rework I needed to do. And then I reached out to people, customers, and said, hey, this feature is going to be available. Are you interested in getting on the beta list? And they all said yes. One person said, hey, it'd actually be easier if I could just set the status in Slack. Because Slack has the ability to say, you know, hey, I'm vacationing or I'm out sick. Um, mm-hmm. Or you can make your own status. So I said, that's a, you know, that's a great idea. So I built that. Oh, <laughs> If you set your status in Slack to, and I need to improve this a bit, but right now it just, it works on just the, the two, two of the default statuses that kind of come with Slack is out sick or vacationing. Cause there's like an, in a meeting, commuting, whatever. Gotcha. So if, if those two statuses come along, uh, it'll, it'll set the status to out of the office. And then if they clear their status or set it to a different status, it will put them back uh, they will take them out, um, out of, it will put them back in the office basically. Um, and it DMs, Tetsu will DM the user and tell them what's happening. So the vacation time thing turned into a much bigger, broader feature than I anticipated. It sounds really fleshed out though. It is. It is the, the only thing there's two things kind of left. Oh, also with the uh, with the reporting and the um, and the statuses. Uh, so with the statuses and the reporting, it, it'll tell them that they're out of the office. It'll has like a new status type of type of thing because before it was dismissed, skipped. Now they're a new status of out of the office. And uh, so the only two things with that is uh, you can you'll be able to to say what 
custom statuses Slack should respond or Tetsu should respond to from Slack. And uh, it'll also uh, be part of the status command. Those are the only two things that are kind of left, but I'm not going to build those until uh, it's coming out of beta. Gotcha. Um, the third thing, uh, the next thing I wanted to build was the asynchronous standup. Now, this is a big feature, um, and I don't know why I thought I could get it done even in a week of, of dedicated time. So that's what I'm going to work on in the next two weeks. And this is a feature that a lot of people have been asking for that I've been wanting to build for a year now. Um, and it's kind of like a whole new engine type of for Tetsu. And I've started working on like abstracting that, st- that engine type of stuff uh, so that this will work easier. So that's what I'm going to work on my next two weeks. Next week, I will have, besides the holiday, probably most of the week dedicated to Tetsu. So that'll be interesting. So I should get a lot of progress done on that. And then the week after, um, the week after I'm actually going on vacation. So I'll have only half of that week. So Mm. hopefully I have some progress on that. A lot of progress, hopefully. Uh, And then if I have time, I'm going to uh, come back to callback and build that serializer that I never finished or started. So uh, that's my next two weeks. Nice. How did the meditation experiment go? I was just going to bring that up. I'm going to say my favorite words, two words. Uh, Game changer. Game changer. It's it's amazing, (laughs) dude. I did. I know. It's it's awesome. I actually have my wife meditating now because I couldn't stop talking about it. The Headspace app is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple days. Uh, the weekend, I skipped it. Uh, not on purpose, just like things happened and I slept in. And mm-hmm. I like to do it in the morning. Uh, I don't know. It's just like a – I feel like once it gets past like lunchtime, it's for some reason it feels like it's and – I, and I know this probably isn't the case, but it just doesn't feel – necessary or needed but i know it's an exercise so i should probably do it anyway um so i'm still like on day i think i'm on like day nine because i skipped like yesterday and last weekend so i'm still on day nine uh headspace has if if you don't purchase little little pro tip if you don't Mm -hmm. purchase the subscription right away which is like 7.95 a month for a year Mm -hmm. they'll actually send you a discount to like four dollars a month a oh, year. interesting <laughs> yeah so um yeah Man, it's, it's that's like gone down in price a lot i know it used to be like, like no 14 bucks a month i well it is i think it's around that if you pay monthly but if you uh, pay for the year yeah if you pay for the year it's like 70 bucks or something seven eighty dollars oh, that's, that's not too bad i should maybe yeah. switch over because I, I prefer like i use calm but a lot of times i do unguided meditations and yeah. um, I got like a year subscription to Calm for like twenty five bucks or something last year, so I was like, "All right, I'll just do this." That guy's voice, the guy's voice on Headspace is like I haven't checked out Calm, but the guy's voice on the guided meditation is like I love this guy's voice. Yeah, Andy is a uh, his voice is like so recognizable, and it's like just nice and like yeah. I, I think he's British. I don't think he's Australian. Yeah. Like I always confuse the two. Like they yeah. sorry British and Australian people. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think he's British as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's awesome. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also going to still check out Kevin Rose's. Kevin Rose has a meditation app called Oak. He's kind of mm-hmm. building. Um, it's not out yet, but he's kind of building it 
he's got like a private Facebook group and he's kind of doing what we do is kind of building it out in the open. Mm. Uh, it's interesting just to kind of follow that. Like he's talking about sounds and like spending money on getting these perfect sounds and things like yeah, that. Sound engineering. Yeah. Sound engineering. So, um, it's cool. Nice. I'm, I'm really surprised that you just like managed to get your wife on board and your first nine days. I've been trying to get Kendra like on board with meditation for like two years now. And, uh, she'll like pull yeah. it out if she's super stressed out. And then otherwise she's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. She, uh, well, the other thing is she's like off work cause she's a teacher. So she, oh, okay. she, I think I would have had much more t- harder time if she was like working and busy and being, she'd be like, I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. Which is the ironic thing. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's been really, really good. Awesome. It, it, it does. It does seem to help me with my focus. So that's why I think it's awesome because I was having kind of a focusing problem but what i found is once you do once you meditate and then i do like every day i go through my tasks and omnifocus and i flag Mm -hmm. we talked about this before i flag like three things to get done that day and i still do that and it's still the same but when i do it i'm like really excited about like what i'm going to try to accomplish that day nice um and before it's like oh i gotta do this Mm -hmm. i gotta do this and now it just has like this this different this different effect. So. Yeah, As, I mean, meditation has a side effect of just in general making people happier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can understand that too. Well, I will talk to you in uh, two weeks. Although we probably have to work something out because I'll be in uh, I'll be in the Dominican Republic. So okay, yeah, we'll we'll come up with something for that. But yeah, talk to you in two weeks and good luck on Tatsu. All right, man. Talk later. to you later.